Looking for a simple way to attract more clients and sales? Well, in this video, I'm going to talk to you about how narrowing my niche has helped me create over $278,000 and counting in my online business. The work you do for your clients feels fulfilling and impactful, but running a business? That feels hard. You're not only in charge of your client work, you're also head of marketing, management, admin, client satisfaction, systems and processes. Yeah, it can feel overwhelming. That's where this podcast comes in. You're listening to The Simple Business Show with me, Nisha Woolery. Each week, we'll discuss simple ways to start, market, and organize your service-based business. My mission? To teach solopreneurs how to simplify their business so they can earn more money by doing less stuff. Let's dive in. Just wanted to quickly pause this episode to let you know about a free starter kit I have just for you. It's called the Starter Kit for Booking Consistent Clients. And inside you'll learn the top 12 reasons why most creatives and solopreneurs are not booking clients consistently. And you'll also see four simple methods to change that. Yes, you heard right, not 20 methods and no complicated strategies, just four simple, timeless methods I've used to book more clients and make more course sales. These are the four marketing pillars you must have in your business if you want to bring in sales consistently. Head to nishawoolery.com slash starter kit to download yours today. Hey guys, my name is Nisha from nishawoolery.com where I teach online service-based solopreneurs how to create consistent 5k months with ease and simplicity so they can create the freedom-filled lifestyle and business they dream of. Now, I help a lot of struggling solopreneurs, as I mentioned, to hit consistent 5k months in their business, but there's a common problem that I see all of them have, and that is not having a niche. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you are a website designer who also offers copywriting, brand design, brand strategy, coaching, all the things. But the mistake that you would be making there is that when you try and speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. You make no one land on your website or click onto your Instagram profile and think to themselves, oh my gosh, this girl gets me. It's like she's in my mind. And that's the kind of reaction that you want clients and customers to be having when they encounter any of your marketing materials or your content or your brand. You want them to have that kind of reaction because that is the reaction that will help them to build trust in you and help them to see you as an expert, someone that they will happily hand over their hard-earned cash to and invest in. So the simplest way to attract more sales and clients is to pick a niche. And I'm going to talk to you right now about what will happen when you niche down. So the simplest way to attract more clients and sales, as we've mentioned, is to pick a niche. Pick one problem that you will solve for one particular type of person. And here's what will happen when you do that. Number one, you're going to stand out from a sea of competitors who are selling the same service as you. Maybe, like like I said, let's stick with the same example of a website designer, right? 
I'm sure that you know that there are millions of other website designers online and the number is growing by the day because there are so many people who are getting into online business right now. There are so many people joining websites like Upwork or, you know, starting freelance businesses. So the competition is growing and your, your, um, potential clients have more choice. They have more people to choose from when they're looking to hire a website designer. So you stand out by picking a niche and I'll show you how that works. So let's say that you've got a potential client who is looking for someone to design a Squarespace website for her. Now she comes across two website designers who have a similar kind of style that she is after and they both um, have a similar kind of skill set. But the one website designer offers all kinds of things. So they design for Squarespace, WordPress, lots of other platforms. They also offer print design, coaching and copywriting, right? Now, let's say that the other website designer is a Squarespace pro. So they only specialize in creating Squarespace websites. They don't do WordPress or any other platform. They don't do coaching or copywriting or anything like that. They specialize in Squarespace website design. Now, who do you think this potential client is going to be more likely to hire? Is she going to want to hire the person who's a generalist, who can do a bit of everything, but not do it amazingly well? Or is she going to be most likely to hire the specialist who she knows will give her the high quality Squarespace website that she is after? She'll most likely choose the specialist, right? And she'll also most likely want to or be willing to pay more for the specialist because a high quality client is only interested in high quality work and they know the value of that work and the value of the transformation that work will give them. And so they're willing to pay a higher price for that. Now, let me put this example in two different terms, just so you definitely understand what I mean. Let's say that you have lovely long hair and you're interested in getting a pixie cut. Okay, so you want to go super short and you're really passionate about this. You've been wanting this for a long time. You're also really scared about this. You don't want to get it wrong. You want it to be amazing the first time round, right? So who would you be most likely to hire? Would you go to the hairdressers who can do absolutely any hairstyle? They're generalists. They do all sorts of things. Or would you be willing to pay more for the hairdresser who specializes in short haircuts and pixie cuts? I know that I would definitely, definitely be willing to pay more for that, that hairdresser who specializes in shortcuts because I want this done right and I really, really want to love the result. So I'm going to pay more for the specialist. Now, point number two is that picking a niche will easily establish you as an expert in the online space, in whatever industry you are in. So to give you an example of this, when I first started my web and graphic design business, which I ran for five years, my niche was my style. So my style was very girly. It was very kitsch. It was very almost childlike. And so I attracted clients who were looking for that very specific style. Now, when I moved on to uh, selling coaching and courses, which is what I do now, I also decided in the first couple of years of doing that to actually niche that as well. And my niche was very specific. So I chose to only work with web and graphic designers for the first couple of years that I sold coaching and courses. 
Now, that helped me stand out so much from other online business mentors, and it helped to establish me as an expert in the online business space and to build up a tribe of over 24,000 amazing people because I chose to niche down. Now, of course, I don't have that niche anymore. I'm not, nowadays, I'm not just helping web and graphic designers. I branched out a bit to help online service-based solopreneurs. But the cool thing about a niche is that you don't have to stick with it forever, okay? Businesses are like people. They evolve over time. So no one is expecting you to stick to your niche and never move from it. But what I am saying here is that If you are in your first few years of business, or maybe you're struggling at the moment, struggling to get consistent clients, struggling to hit your income target every month, then definitely do narrow down on your niche. Because like I said, it's going to help you stand out. It's going to help establish you as an expert online and build a tribe of loyal customers and potential clients really quickly and really easily you end up building a really credible reputation for yourself online. And what then happens when you do choose to change your niche is what you'll find is your loyal tribe of potential clients and customers will usually follow you through into whatever niche you are going into. So you're not, you're going to lose some people, but you're not going to lose the majority of people because you have developed this really loyal tribe of people who will devour anything that you offer and put out there. So number two, choosing a niche helps you to establish yourself quickly and easily as an expert. Big thanks to Dubsado for supporting the Simple Business Show. Tired of using a bunch of different tools in a million different tabs to organize your client process? Wish one tool existed that would allow you to manage everything from one place, like one tool that can send contracts, quotes, invoices, handle project management, bookkeeping, client portals, and all the other things. If you're nodding your head thinking, heck yes, then the tool you need is Dubsado. Head to nishawillery.com slash Dubsado and sign up to use Dubsado with your first three clients for free and get 25% off your first month if you choose to upgrade to a paid plan. So when I first started my first business, which was a web and graphic design business, and I had that for five years, my niche was my style. So my style back then, it was very girly and kitsch and it was almost childish. I mean, I would say it definitely was childish. And so that way I had a very specific style and I repelled certain clients who weren't interested in that style and I attracted clients who loved that style. Then when I moved into coaching and courses, creating courses, I also chose a niche. So I chose in the first couple of years of this current business that I have, this coaching and courses business model, I chose to only help web and graphic designers, which is a very specific niche. And I'm not that specific anymore because I don't have to be. I've now grown a loyal tribe of over 24,000 people. So I can branch out. But to begin with, I chose to narrow my niche so that I could very quickly establish myself as an expert in the online space. Now, the cool thing about this is that even if you do change your niche, as I have now, so I'm no longer just 
teaching web and graphic designers. I also, I teach, you know, online service-based solopreneurs. So because of that change, you may be thinking right now, well, how does that work? You started out for designers, now you've branched out. Did you lose all of those people who you created a community of? No, I didn't, because what happens when you niche down is that you build a very loyal tribe who will devour anything you put out, really. They devour all your offers, they're really into you, they really connect with you. You've built this really special relationship with them because you speak their language, right? So because of that, even when you do maybe like branch out or choose a different niche over time with your business, those people still stick with you because that's how loyal they are and they're now a part of your brand. Now, number three, when you have a niche, you are able to get really specific with the content that you create for your audience because you can very easily start to see the language that your audience uses, your potential clients use. So the language, the words, the phrases that they use, the exact lingo they use to describe their desires, their problems, their goals, and their struggles. And you can use that inside of your marketing message to help build a stronger emotional connection to your tribe, which then creates this like deeper connection between you both and makes them more likely to hire you. So let's look at a big online brand and how they do this, right? So let's take Amy Porterfield, for example. She helps online entrepreneurs to build their email list and create and sell online courses very specific niche, right? And because of that, she has built a seven-figure business. She has like brand super vans who devour anything that she puts out. She can launch something, launch a service or launch a course or whatever it is, and trust that it's going to be completely devoured by her audience because she has that niche, right? It's true what they say. The riches really are in the niches, as some people pronounce niche. I don't, but hey-ho. So narrow your niche if you truly want a simple and a quick and easy way to attract more sales and more clients. Now, if you're really serious about attracting more clients, I made a free 14-page starter kit for you. It's called the free starter kit for getting consistent clients. And it outlines the 12 biggest mistakes I see online service-based solopreneurs making when it comes to their marketing and four timeless strategies that you can use and implement in your business to attract consistent clients and sales. The link to that is below. Thank you guys so much for watching. So thank you again, and I will see you next week. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss future episodes. And if you're feeling extra motivated by what was discussed today, I would seriously appreciate it if you'd open up the Apple Podcast app on your phone and leave a super quick review. Honestly, your reviews tell iTunes that this podcast is worth listening to. And iTunes then gets this show in front of more solopreneurs so they can get the help they need to bring more inner calm to their business. Okay, that's it from me today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you soon.